Welcome everybody. We Jews are completely obsessed with light. Think about it. Every holiday, we bring it in with candle lighting. We take it out with candle lighting, Shabbos lighting, holiday lighting, and then we end it with Havdalah. We're always lighting those candles. And we're always lighting these candles. When someone passes from this world, we light a Uritzite candle. Every year on the Uritzite, we bring light. And the holiday of Hanukkah, all about light, lighting it up, lighting up the nights. Why are we so obsessed with light? If you think, just close your eyes and think of a nice Jewish woman. What picture comes up to your mind? I'll think about my Bobby. I'll see her right there, hunched over the candlesticks, bringing in Shabbat, covering her eyes. That's the picture that comes to mind, that quintessential picture of a Jewish woman lighting the candle, bringing light in. Well, again and again and again in the Torah, we see this concept of light. From the very first few passages in the Torah in the book of Genesis, let there be light. Again and again in the book of Exodus, we see God coming to Moses in the burning bush, the burning bush that wasn't eaten by the flames. And God's presence was there talking to Moses. We know that when the Jews were traveling through the desert, there was a pillar of fire that led them in the nighttime. On Mount Sinai, the lightning, the fire, all of that, again and again, we have this light. And it makes so much sense that we have this obsession with light. Because the mission of the Jewish people is to be a light. It's to shine our light, to be this or lagoyim, this light onto the nations. That's what it's all about. So when Hanukkah comes and God says, light your little flames, like God needs our flames, our little few lights. God has all the light in the world, but he just wants our little flames. That little light goes such a far way. And when Hanukkah comes in most places of the world, it comes in the darkest part of the year, a time of the year where there's so much darkness all around us. The days are short. We're coming out of Cheshvan, where there's no holidays. It just feels so drab and dreary. How are we going to get through these months? And then Hanukkah comes like this ray of hope, because that's what the symbol is, the symbol of victory, of miracles, of God's presence, all of that beauty. That's what Hanukkah represents, that light, that little bit of light that could push away so much darkness. And that's what makes Hanukkah so great. It's finding the little bit of spirituality, of holiness during the dark times. We're living through dark times. Well, Hanukkah is personally my favorite holiday. I was actually born on Hanukkah. Hebrew birthday, Rosh Chodesh Tebet. We have Rosh Chodesh coming up. How apropos to be celebrating with women, a Jewish date of celebration, the new month. And on this day, the day of Rosh Chodesh Tebet, actually historically, Queen Esther became queen on this day. That's in 362 BCE. And on this day of Rosh Chodesh Tebet, the actual Hanukkah miracle, the victory took place in 139 BCE. And something else, just to add in, to throw into the mix why I'm so connected to this holiday, my Hebrew name happens to be Yehudit, the name of the heroine, which also means Jewess, which is so who I am. I just want to be a Jew in the world. I just want to shine my light to the world and make a Kiddush Hashem, a sanctification of God's name. That's my essence. Mom, if you want to jump on, I know I was named after my namesake, Yiddish, Yiddish name, and that's why I have this name Yehudit. After a great lady, my mother's sister, who was a leader in her own right, 
And she led a kibbutz that was preparing to make Aliyah and go to Palestine. She was actually killed. One of the first people when the Nazis came in and they said, who's the leader? And she picked up her hand and she was killed. She was a big idealist. She was a great leader. And she was definitely a trailblazer in her time. Thanks, Mom. I've lived my whole life knowing who I'm named after. It's been a big part of my direction. Like this 19-year-old woman was killed before she was able to get to Israel, to live her dream, to live a Jewish life. So I'm living for myself, but also for all of those, my namesake and all the millions of others that weren't able to live as vibrantly as they wanted to. Mom, my question to you is, did you know that you named me for the heroine of Hanukkah? No. No. (laughs) Not at the time. It's the hand of God, okay? Hashkachat Pratit, because we know that when you name a child, God gives you 160th of prophecy. You get a dose of prophecy, Bob. So tell dad, you guys did really, really good. You were very connected. And it's so apropos. But I just want to take a second over here and ask a question to you ladies, all 75 of you that are on. If you could just open the chat box and write in what is your favorite part of Hanukkah? Let's go. The light and the illumination. Thank you, Eleanor. My dear family, watching my grandchildren, lighting the candles, looking at the menorah lights. Oh, beautiful. The lightness I feel when lighting. Oh, there's something about this lighting, right? Watching the candles, lighting with the family, family, lighting, all of that. Awesome. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Okay. There's so many about lighting the candles and that's my favorite part of it. There's something mesmerizing about these candles. When we light them, we just take a step back and stare at them. What is it about these flames that are flickering and dancing? They're always striving upwards. Look at a flame. A flame looks like a letter. It's the smallest letter. The smallest little letter is the Yud, always striving upwards. Very powerful letter. The letter in the name of God. So beautiful, so small, just like the Jewish people, the smallest of nations, but struggling and striving upwards, always casting its glow upon the world. That's what we do. That's what we're supposed to do supposed to shine this glow. The light reminds me of the soul, the pintle yid, that little spark, the spark of godliness, of divinity within every single human being. One of my favorite stories, and I'm going to say it in a nutshell, but this is a favorite story, and I say it every single Hanukkah. It took place in the concentration camps of Bergen-Belsen, that the inmates Everyone gather together little bits of ammunition oil and threads from their already threadbare uniforms. They wool wicks. They created a menorah for the first night of Hanukkah in Bergen-Belsen. And people huddled together in the middle of the night, risking their lives. And they gave the honor to a big rabbi, the Blujereva Rebbe, who comes and he takes the honor and he collects himself. And with so much emotion, he says the first blessing to light the light of Hanukkah. And he hears, Amen. And then he goes on to the second blessing. Thank you, God, for showing us miracles. And they're all living miracles. Every moment to be alive with death surrounding them was a miracle. They saw miracles. Every survivor was a miracle. And you hear, Amen. And then he pauses and he looks around and he's looking around and he's like, felt like minutes were ticking and people were nervous. What's going on? What's he looking for? And finally he composes himself 
And he, with all his strength, he says that third blessing that we only say on the first night of Hanukkah. Thank you, Hashem, for bringing me to this moment in time. And he hears a main and people just go back to their barracks, back to their wooden slats that they're sleeping on. And one man comes over to the Rebbe and he says, Rebbe, I have a question for you. I understand that you said the first blessing. We did the mitzvah. I understand you said the second blessing. We're all seeing miracles. It was a miracle tonight that we were able to perform this mitzvah. But the third blessing? We're thanking Hashem for bringing us to this moment in this hell? How can we even say that? And he says, it's a good question. And I wasn't sure if I should say that blessing. I was looking around. I was looking for someone that I could ask. I was looking for the Kleisenberger Rebbe. I couldn't find him. But you know what I found instead? Hundreds of eyes peering at me with excitement, with fire, with passion to do this mitzvah. And he said, if that is not a reason to be able to see this blessing, I don't know what is. It's a miracle. We're all miracles. Look at the soul. Look at the spark. It's so alive. You could try to take us down, but you can never take down that pintle yid, that spark, that neshama, that soul. So here we are on Hanukkah, ready to stand tall, to remind ourselves what is in our DNA as Jewish women, the strength, the resilience, the power that we have and the determination to move forward even in the darkest of times.